So several people have asked me, why, why am I doing a podcast? Why did I decide to do a podcast? And so I thought I would go ahead and just kind of, you know, let everybody know that's, that's listening and interested what, what really prompted me to do a podcast. And I will tell you from the beginning, um, you know, it was a bucket list item. Um, you know, at my age, my stage in life, I just thought, hey, why not? I, I really don't listen to a whole lot of podcasts. But I thought it was, was something, I had a couple of ideas in mind and something that was really spurring me on, uh, which is going to be a, a double podcast uh, in the near future. And there were, there were really several things, but this was one of them. And, um, you know, there were several others beyond that. The Freeman Report, uncensored. So why did I really decide to do a podcast um, at this stage of the game in my life? And, and I will tell you again, several, several things. One was uh, last year, really maybe last couple of years, there's been discussion between my siblings and myself about you know, eventually having to, to divide up the assets of my parents' estate. And there was a, there was a text chain going around, and it's, 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 you know, the Freeman 12, so to speak. So it's seven siblings, and five of the spouses are married, so it's five spouses. So it's, it's, it's the Freeman 12 is the name of it. We just, you know, constantly have been texting back and forth about all of this and really checking up on mom and stuff, too. And I just said, you know, that'd be... Be pretty neat. Yeah, I was like, what what a name, the Freeman Twelve, and it sounds like a movie or something. I don't know. And so that kind of moved me in a little bit of, of of pushing towards maybe doing a podcast about that process. And again, those are several upcoming uh, that I'm going to be doing in the in the very near future. And a couple of more. One which I've talked about, uh, and and hopefully I'm going to be doing this in the near future as well is. Um, I know I know several gentlemen that have lost their wives, and but in different ways, and really just thought there's a great message that they they could share um, with that. I mean, I, I I certainly don't envy them, but I, I think it's a message that there's uh, I know, again I know several of them quite well, and they've you know dealt with in different ways, and they've lost their wives in different ways, and that's not to take it all away from from women who've lost their husbands, but I just think it's uh, more rare, I guess, that at least we don't hear about it nearly as much, that, that, that men lose their wives. And so I, I thought that would be a great topic to, to really discuss and dive into a little bit. I know it'll be sensitive, but it's one that I, that I really think would be very interesting. A third was... Um, uh, you know, Marianne, my wife, was sitting there one, one evening, and uh, we were sitting there, I don't know, she's on Facebook, and, you know, just goes, oh, you ought, to, you ought to see how, you know, Pat and Michael are kind of going back and forth on, on this defunding the police issue. So she started to read me some of what they had to say, and I said, you know what, that would be a, a great podcast episode, I think. And so we've done that one already. Uh, I reached out to both of them. They were both gracious. I wanted to try and present different different views or aspects of it. I think to a degree they did that, and since then I've come back and 
you know, kind of updated my thoughts on defunding the police. And now even, even I think yesterday, the Seattle uh, City Council voted to basically defund the police. I know there's a move to maybe cut the budget in half. The uh, chief of police, uh, Carmen Best, has, has turned in her resignation. And there's still moves in other cities. So I, I don't think that's a TED issue at all. Um, I think we're going to be seeing more and more of that. But I thought that was a timely topic. And then lastly, um, I, you know, I just sit back and I, and I, I go, you know, I, I want to do something. And it's a little bit of my tagline, um, you know, conversations with ordinary people that are extraordinary. And I think there are, every one of us, I think, is extraordinary in, in one way or the other. And whether it's, you know, the guy in the warehouse that's, that's uh, you know, loading the trucks or the guy in the fabrication shop or the nurse on the front line or the doctor, um, you know, sitting there dealing with, with sickness every day or, you know, a guy, uh, you know, my yard man as an example. He, uh, he's from Cuba, and last year he became a U.S. citizen. He, he did it, you know, he went through the right channels and, and uh, did everything he needed to do, and he became a citizen, and I'm very proud of him. But I think his story in itself is pretty, pretty entertaining. And so I think... Again, it's just sitting down with people that, that um, you know, every day you wouldn't even think about them necessarily. But I think they, they have extraordinary lives, and I, I think we all do. But I have some lined up there, too, that I think would be really, really interesting about that. So that's, that's, that's really kind of the impetus for me to do it. Um, you know, so once I made the decision, I started really reading up, investigating, and studying, and... Now I'm, I'm pretty deep into it as far as uh, the financial aspects. I've got several really nice microphones. And, um, you know, I've got, a, I've got a, what they call a Rodecaster. Rode Procaster is my uh, kind of my mainframe where I record everything. And uh, fortunately it's portable. Like when I did the one on, on uh, you know, with Kurt Chastain, Dr. Chastain, I actually went to his office. So I can, I can move with this thing. And also the capability of, uh, you know, maybe long distance wise. Um, there's, there's a good friend of mine that I, uh, I certainly hope he will come on uh, in the near future that, that lives in North Carolina. And I really want to, you know, uh, uh, have a podcast with him. And then, and then a good friend of mine in Houston that's, she's an extraordinary story in her own right. And want to do one with her. And certainly with the, with the uh, pandemic situation the way it is, there's not a whole lot of travel at this point in time. And I had the capability of, you know, getting them on the phone and doing doing the podcast that way. So we're going to see how that works. But it's really just sitting back and, look, there's saying, you know, this, this is why I want to do it. And these are kind of the, the, the things that I want to do. I don't have a set criteria for my podcast. I don't have a set theme. Uh, which, again, several people have told me they like because they don't know what they're going to get next. I'm not necessarily trying to get political for the most part, but there are going to be issues that I think uh, are, you know, deem conversation. And, and I will try and pull in both sides of it. I don't think it's right just to come in at one side and give my view or have somebody give their view without an opposing view. I mean, that may happen occasionally as it did on my, my update of defunding the police. Those were my views and really my views only. And, you know, we do have uh, an election coming up, both nationally and, and locally here. 
Um, we have a, we have a, even in, in the state of Louisiana, and I know in many other states, there are senators uh, up for re-election or, you know, others trying to uh, become elected. And uh, a friend of mine that I actually went to high school with, uh, Senator Bill Cassidy, is up for re-election. And, you know, I, d- I doubt in his busy days I could, I could get him on. Uh, and he speaks enough on TV that you, that you really don't um, need to, you know, you hear what he has to say. You pretty much hear what he has to say all the time. And uh, we'll see where, you know, he's got, he's got uh, you know, a Democrat in the, in the race that's going to run against him. And, and we'll see how that goes. And, but also locally here in Baton Rouge, I think, um, certainly not, not big on the national scene, but it is big on the local scene, is, is the mayor's race. Um, where probably, you know, six months ago, uh, everybody thought Mayor Sharon Weston Broom was probably a lock-in to, to be reelected. Now suddenly there are, I think, uh, maybe two or three more Democrats um, in the race and, and several Republicans in the race. One that jumped in at the very end and surprised just about everybody, I think, a Republican at the end that was a, a former state representative, ran for the Senate, state senate and uh, was not elected there, but has decided at the last minute, I think unbeknownst to many, many people, that uh, he decided to run for mayor, and he's he's thrown a wrench into it. So I think that's something that uh, down the road I definitely want to look at and pursue. And then again, the presidential race, as I sit here now, uh, you know, former VP, uh, Vice President Joe Biden just announced his choice as, as his vice presidential running mate in, in Kamala Harris. And I think things are going to liven up now that, uh, you know, now we know everybody in the race, so to speak. And I think both sides, are, it's, it's, in my opinion, it's going to get ugly on both sides. So I, I do remember the good old days. I'm, I'm not that young, but I'm not that old that I remember when both sides actually talked to each other and, and tried to get things done. You know, it's, it's a give and take. And I just don't really see that much on either side right now. So I think it's, uh, you know, again, I'm not trying to be political in, in, per se, but it may be something that um, that I think is worth with the elections, you know, getting closer and closer, that it's going to be worth talking about several things. And I'll try and have guests on for that. Uh, another topic that I really want to pursue to a degree is, is lobbying. Um, you know, what what what's involved in lobbying, so to speak, and and. What's what has motivated these people that that, that are lobbyists, and uh, I think I don't have two of them that, that have agreed to come on, and I'm, I'm I'm hoping the third one will as well, just to give the viewpoint of really what goes on. This is more on the state level um, as opposed to the national level, but I think it's going to be indicative of any state that that really what goes on and how do you get things accomplished or how do you not get frustrated? And I know some of them do get frustrated. And again, this is a this is a you know, both sides are pulling at everything, and and I think the little man, um, you know, gets lost in all of that because a lot, a lot of lobbying, I'd say ninety nine percent, is you know essentially paid for by by big you know, big lobbying firms. I mean, well, they're paid by groups that that can afford lobbying firms, and you know, people that that uh, may want to have a voice sometimes may have to join an association or form a group and collect money and go out and pay a lobbyist to get your to get your voice heard so i think that'll be an interesting topic and again i've got i've got several more um hopefully lined up 
uh, people have agreed, but then when it actually comes time sometime to sit down and do it, uh, they, they suddenly find that the time is very tight. But I, but I hope that's not the case because I think every every one of them is an interesting story or at least an interesting message. Again, whether it's defunding the police or the elections coming up or, you know, why men wait so long to go to the doctor. I thought that was uh, very, very uh, timely done. And, and um, in fact, I had somebody tell me today, you know, they, they heard it and by God, now they need to go to their doctor. They realize they need to go to the doctor. So that's, that's part of what I'm trying to do, I guess, is maybe make a difference in my small little way. I know there are thousands and thousands of podcasts out there and I'm not in this for the money. I'm not in it. Uh, for glory or fame, certainly. Um, I'm in it because I think there's a message that can be had, whether it's, um, you know, just again, sitting down with people and and letting them share their lives and their stories. And hopefully, you know, you sit back and go, wow, I I just didn't know that. Or I didn't know that about that person. Or I didn't know that about that subject or something that makes you think a little bit, makes you one or even go to the next one and say, I, you know, I want to listen to the next one. I think that was great and looking forward to the next one. And I know everybody is not necessarily going to agree with with every topic I have. I understand that. I'm not trying to please the masses. Um, I'm just trying to get, get you know, a voice out there of, of reason to a degree. And uh, so that's, that's really what spurred me on. And I hope you do continue to listen. Um, you know, and ask that if, if you if you want to continue to listen, go ahead and subscribe to my podcast. You can do it on Apple Podcasts. You can do it on Spotify, Podchaser. I'm now on iHeartRadio uh, if you wanted to go that route, or you could still go to the link, you know, on the website. And um, look, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what's coming up in the future. I hope up to this point that you found them to be worthwhile, and, and, and hopefully in the future, um, you know, we'll be we'll be getting better and better as time goes on. So, again, back just a little bit to you know, once I decided to get serious about this, and I think uh, my wife and my daughter were laughing at me the whole way, thinking I would never get podcast one out, and when I got it out, and then podcast two, and I think they sat back and went, "Wow, he's serious about this," which I am serious about this. And so, you know, I I, I studied and I studied. What was the best thing to do? And, you know, of course, you can go on the Internet and no, no matter what, you're going to find various uh, aspects of equipment that this is better than that. And it depends on who's, you know, who's talking about. So I, I actually have different types of mics. I bought three different types of mics that, you know, seeing which one's better. And um, I think they're all very good. And then, like I said, I have the Rode Procaster, which I think is an excellent piece of equipment. It's very easy to use once you master it. Look, I had no knowledge of any of this at all and, uh, you know, didn't know how to edit anything. Um, and at least I'm, I'm moving forward with that too as well. So, you know, I lined my music up, I lined my artwork up, came up with the name, the Freeman Report. Um, you know, I just decided to go for it. And, you know, but, uh, if if nobody listens to me but me, then then you know I guess I'll still be happy because I feel like I have something to say. But I do. Those of you that have listened up to this point, I really do appreciate it, and I and I hope that you again have gleaned something from it and you listen, you know, to the to the future uh, podcast that I that I'm going to have because I think they'll they'll be worthwhile. So 
again, I, I really appreciate it up to this point and look forward to uh, hopefully you listening to more. You've been listening to the Freeman Report, uncensored. 